FM 102.9, 105.9, and 1310 on your smart speaker. It is News Talk KZRG. Peter Thiel. Steve Scott. And Ted Bohorquez. It's, uh, he's the legislative lion, represents the Neo Show in Greater Climbs, ladies and gentlemen. It is uh, Ben Baker. And good morning, Ben. Good morning. So it's, uh, I know you've been working against and fighting the idea of ranked choice voting. I don't understand why that's uh, why that's even constitutional. Yeah, so uh, I have been, and and for good reason, I believe. So aside from whether you know ranked choice voting is a good idea when it comes to policy or not, which I am thoroughly convinced that it is not good policy because it moves us away from uh, a system of voting that we've always agreed is correct: one vote, one person. Um, but sometimes, of course, and it should be, the question is raised whether it is constitutional. And that there's been several court cases uh, regarding ranked choice voting. And then recently there was a, uh, a research analysis put together. I think it was the Congressional Research Service. They put together an analysis, you know, that and their um, outcome was saying that it is constitutional as long as the measure, you know, follows other provisions of the Constitution, federal law, and then, of course, state election laws. But really what it all comes down to is the state laws because elections are pretty much ran by uh, the states. And they have their own laws when it comes to election laws and their own constitutional uh, provisions when it comes to elections. So most cases that I could find that have been upheld uh, that challenge ranked choice voting uh, were in federal courts. Um, the states seem to fare better if there is a suit brought in a state. And for instance, in Maine, I think it was, the court ruled in favor of the plaintiffs, uh, and the ruling said that ranked choice voting could not apply in their state general elections. So, you know, each state has its own constitutional language and, of course, interpretation of that language. And that's what why I filed the, the uh, joint resolution that I did to put on the ballot to send to the people and say, um, you know, do we want to put into our Constitution the, uh, you know, the system of voting that we have always used? and make sure that ranked choice voting is basically effectively prohibited. Uh, and that would then put that language in our Constitution. And then if a, a suit is brought forward, if in the case that some ranked choice voting initiative passed, um, then it could be challenged based on what we have in our Constitution. So, yeah, and um, I look, by the way, at ranked choice voting as uh, in Missouri as the quote-unquote elected Democrat plan. That's what it is. It's just another uh, ploy by the left to win elections in states where they are losing influence and can't win elections, um, such as Missouri. In Massachusetts, for instance, here's uh, they had an initiative. Fifty five percent of the voters rejected the proposal, you know, to, to allow ranked choice voting. But here's what I want people to realize. And this is funded by the left. In that campaign, only I think it was 16 percent or just over 16 percent of the money came from without the state or came from within the state. So only 16 percent of the donations pushing this initiative uh, came from within the state. The rest of it was 
you know, the likely players, right? The Murdochs, the Soros family, the Enron executives, the John Arnold Foundation, and has spent $10 million to try to get ranked choice voting done versus only $8,500 that the opposition had to put into that. So, and, and so, it, you know, it was rejected by the people. Well, then the very next election, they're trying to do it again. Um, and there, there's a lawsuit over that saying, you know, you can't put the same question on the ballot the very next election once the people just voted it down. Um, so that's kind of the way it, it, it looks as far as the courts go. You fare better in the state than the federal. Um, but the main thing is we want to get this initiative to the people, this resolution that I proposed last year, and we'll do so again this year to try to get that done and put in our Constitution. It's uh, There was a news story having to do with political action committees. I know yeah, the federal law works like this, is that a political action committee cannot be, quote, unquote, uh, working hand in hand with the Senate campaign or the presidential campaign, et cetera. Missouri, we had an issue where uh, a political action committee got a cease and desist from President Trump's campaign uh, because they were basically uh, raising money uh, for uh, in relation to a gubernatorial candidate uh, and using Trump's face as a bait and switch. How does the political action committees work for statewide elections in Missouri? Yeah, so, you know, it is different from uh, the federal pact uh, when it comes to state, our state law on campaign finance. But this goes back to, um, you know, the, the terrible campaign finance reform laws that were enacted by the so-called Clean Missouri. Um, you know, I believe that it, it is your right to donate money to whoever you want. And however much you want in a perfect world, that's the way it should be, because that's a First Amendment right. Um, but what has happened with this is now with these limits on campaign donations, then the PACs come into play, which is a political action committee. It can be set up for a candidate or it can be set up for an issue. And it, it makes it far less transparent and far more complicated. So a candidate can – I have a PAC. I can raise money for a PAC. But I can't control or direct those funds. So that I have a pack called Mo yeah. Values, but I can't tell them what to do by law. So it's ridiculous. There's, yeah. there's, but let, let's there's talk no about limits on the packs or or amounts of donations on the packs, even by businesses. But there is on your your regular uh, campaign committees. Here's what we are told about the the pack. Uh, candidate relationship. Oh, the candidate cannot direct the pack. Uh, that can't happen. But being uh, fair is that candidates usually work, uh, if not directly hand in hand, at least there is communications between the campaign and the pack to help go out and work on a particular uh, on a particular election cycle. So it's not supposed to be that way. The, the the way that it typically works, and again, like I said, it makes it complicated, drives everything in the dark, but uh, most of your candidates will have a consultant that they have hired to work on their campaign. They can, I can have a conversation with them and say, you know, uh, hypothetically speaking, if money was spent on something on my campaign, this is what I would like to see it go toward. 
then they can, you know, voice that opinion to a PAC or whatever it might be, but there can be no direct uh, communication or directing of that funds by the candidate. So the, uh, by law, the candidate uh, is the third place candidate for governor, Bill Eigel's uh, political action committee or a political action committee supporting Bill Eigel uh, raised money uh, deceptively using this picture of Donald Trump, where uh, people thought they were giving money to Donald Trump, but they were giving money to uh, a PAC supporting Eigel. And Eigel, of course, said he was the victim here. Um <laughs> It's uh, and by the way, uh, you know, this whole victimhood mentality of people, you want to go out and uh, uh, turn me off. Start ta- telling me what a victim you are to stuff. Holy crap. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah, me neither. I, I don't think it was a good response, uh, nor really genuine. But, you know, the fact is that, you know, that's where these things get squirrely and where, uh, in this case, the Trump campaign said, you can't do this. We don't want that. We don't want to be connected with you for whatever reason and either stop it or you're going to get sued. So uh, they got to do better about that. There you go. And ben Baker, you have a great day, and I hope you and your lovely bride are able to at least stop by for a few minutes to the big uh, KZRG Morning News Watch happy hour at Finn's tonight from 5 to 7. We're, we're, we're going to try to make it, if at all possible. Have a good day. You betcha. It's Ben Baker, everybody. News Talk, KZRG.